should a radio a radio um room echo as much as this clearly does we have been in here before it is always a bit of a, a curate's egg a curate's egg it's like you've got eggy 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 oi 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 eggy oi oi this is my new sound tech check. Do you like it? I can see that being your, your just your whole new podcast. It's, it's 50 minutes of you amusing yourself by making funny noises. This volume, what do you mean speak up? It's my normal speaking voice. We're using proper fucking recording equipment. I shouldn't have to strain my voice to be heard. It's just weird. It seems quite quiet. Sorry, well, I'm not talking quietly. I'm talking at my normal volume. What happens if I talk then? Well, you drown everyone out, as you always do. That's... <laughs> that's harsh. I know, but for some reason, I feel like being a wanker today. And I don't... It, it is the way it goes. I've been in a great mood this week as well. It's very upsetting. What do you, because we haven't, we, we haven't really, oh god I am loud, why am I so loud? Fuck Jack. Everyone asks Every that all the time. Every fucking week for the last seven years I've been asking myself that. <laughs> it's six been that years, long. Six years. It's been that long. Almost seven years actually. It yeah. was uh, podcast day yesterday, not world podcast day or national podcast day, made up on the internet, hashtag post- I podcast it, I day. I thought it was international, hashtag podcast day. I don't, I don't think that's how... That isn't how hashtags work. Was that you? Yeah, you. Yeah. God, you can't go far from these microphones without turning into the bloody um. Oh God, where's somewhere that's notoriously echoey? Um, Sydney Opera House. No, that's probably got really good acoustics, hasn't it? Acoustics. London Underground. Acoustics. That got. That's quite dead in the sound. Oh fucking. Olly olly olly. A big where? Oi oi oi. Olly olly oxen feather. Olly olly oi. By the sea. Oi oi they. A little bit of Jewish humour, that's good. Yeah, I, I, uh, my dad loves Jewish comedy. Yeah, you could pull it off as well, I reckon. If I've got the ringlets. If it wasn't for your sheathed cock. Yeah. How did you know about that? Have we talked about it before? No, but we've you shared, can... we've shared rooms on more than one occasion, Nick. Do you not think I wake up in the middle of the night and just sneak a little peek at little Nick? When you say on more than one occasion, do you mean like two subs, two uh, adjacent nights? I'm, I'm, shared sure a room? I'm sure we've shared a room more than once. We've shared it. We've shared a toilet. Or does it just feel like it? I think it feels like Fair it. Enough. We, I mean, we've shared a room an awful lot over the last yeah. several years. Mm. Um, yeah. So, oh, pod- did I say bed? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. No, you didn't. You said room, but I think right. the assumption was that I was naked. Yeah. You don't have to share a bed for us to fuck. <laughs> no, that's true. You don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time. And I was thinking in the shower the other day mm. um, that uh, that song, it ain't bitching, it's a natural fact. We stay together because mm. opposites mm. attract. Was that Paul Abdul? And Scat Cat, yeah. Because she didn't stay with Scat Cat, did she? No, they split up. Which, I, I actually, and this sounds ridiculous, but I spent a whole shower thinking about how actually opposites don't really yeah but they weren't th- th- those two although although the um the, the characters portrayed in the song were opposites scat cat and paul rabdor weren't opposites for starters they were both singers that's true they probably they were both in showbiz they had both, a lot in common both american yeah probably shared a lot of the same interests yeah. went to the same clubs took the same drugs allegedly i don't know so who knows 
So actually, they kind of are, are the. I thought you were going to say that they were just a professional pairing, um, in the same way that uh, uh, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson weren't a couple when they sang Ebony and Ivory. Renee and Renata. They were a couple, though, weren't they? I don't know. Uh, Was Renee Renata-ing? I don't think he might have been Renata-ing Renata. Yeah. What still did they sing? Wasn't that, I was going to say, Save Your Love. Save Your Love, yeah, I think it was. Was it Dennis Roussos? I don't know. No, Dennis Roussos says, do we all look the same to you? Yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. The, um... You olive-skinned people. I did have a moment the other day where I was trying to make a point about Fear the Walking Dead to someone. I can't remember exactly what, but I was saying that even though it is a bit of a rubbish show, mm. I really, really like the main uh, guy in it, mm-hmm. who's this Maori actor called... Do you mean Maori? Maori. Mm. What did I say? Mary or Maori. 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 But I was trying to explain that I really like him. Mm. I've liked him in everything he's in. And they said, well, what's he been in? And I said, he was in a show called Trauma, which is true. He was Mm -hmm. in a show called Trauma, a hospital show that Amy and I really liked, even though it wasn't that good. He's just charming. He's a charming Mm. presence. He's definitely... Do you think he's who uh, Morrissey had in mind? I don't... When he sang This Charming Man. I, maybe. Yes, possibly. I thought you were making reference to Morrissey. Apparently something's been going on with him this week, but I don't care. I thought he'd, he'd sold his Porsche or something. I don't know. It's confusing. But, um. I can't, you know, I found out that Morrissey had a Porsche and that really freaked me out. Like, I understand he's incredibly wealthy, but it's just the thought of Morrissey. Cause he, like, he, surely he's too depressed to drive fast. Because of the creative space he occupies, mm. you'd tend to maybe bunch him and a lot of the other dour but yeah. good singer-songwriters together, and a lot of them are more ideologically sound I, than well, he is, well, aren't they? Well, to be honest with you, oh, Christ, yeah. I am. Um, I always saw him banging about in the Trabant or something. Okay, we're into car car stuff, and I, I get the confused. Old, the old East European thing you're because you're much more your uh, man camouflage is much better than mine isn't yeah, it yeah. but so um uh, uh, yes the man from fear the walking dead he's mm. a maori maori <clears throat> definitely not a maori he's a maori maori he's an in, uh, he's a he's a native kiwi is that fair is that like he's from New Zealand. He's a native, is he? He's in. He's. he's, that a, he's that's, a, that's, that's that's the word you're going to use. In, he's indigenous to. Yeah, New Zealand. If you like. he's anyway, indigenous peoples of New Zealand. So, uh, and I was trying to remember other things he'd been in, and he's definitely been in some soap opera, uh, some New Zealandy soap opera. I'm sure. Brilliant. But I remembered him from <laughs> I was, trauma. I had a swing and a complete miss. What did you say? I said brilliant, but <laughs> I think I was I was trying to do it in a in an accent. It in I think it might have sounded more like I was having a stroke. I thought <laughs> you were naming. I thought you were naming a, 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 a New Zealand soap opera that had a local sounding name, and I just didn't know what it was. So I was just agreeing. I went there once, and I, if I remember rightly, all the soaps were Australian. I've never been there, but Shortland Street is definitely. New Zealand. But, oh yes, it is. So the problem here is, I, Gosh. I was talking about trauma, which I remember him from, and mm. I said, and I'm pretty sure he was in the, um, you know, I think he was in the uh, the Star Wars prequels. And the other person said, oh, I don't think I saw those anyway. And I said, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, and in my defence, I've only really watched those films once each. All right. But I said, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was uh, uh, Django Fett or something to do with oh. with. Django Fett, no, 
No, it's the other other Maori actor who's made it to American oh. TV and movies who was in that. The guys <coughs> in Once Were Warriors mm. and stuff. Yeah. They are very different. They don't even look alike no, at all. Well, you say that but now. I just, I just, I had a, it was bad. Mm. Did you call him um, a native uh, when, in this conversation as well? He, uh, no, I think I just said he was Maori. It was written. On, on the internet, so I didn't have to worry about my pronunciation. That, that song, Native New Yorker, is that racist? Um, no, because, well, I mean, strictly speaking, it, it is maybe guilty of erasure, not the band, because um, it does, uh, I think the idea of the song is that a native New Yorker is someone who, you know, li- has lived in New York their entire life, rather than someone who was native to that landmass before the Europeans got there. Isn't language complicated? It's very fidgety, yeah, especially so. our language. Yeah. And I think we made it that way so that foreigners would have trouble with it. Yeah. Which, you know, based on my pronunciation and the way I use it, yeah. follow through because I'm a bit foreign and I have a bit of trouble with it. We, I thought you were native to uh, East Anglia. <laughs> we, uh, I was born in London, me, Muswell Hill. All right. In it. Never mind. The, um, I'm a North London Greek. Did you not know that? <laughs> is, I is, pronounced yeah. it wrong. North. I'm a North London. Do you know, my mum always, who doesn't speak very good English herself, um, but one thing, she always picked me up on the fact that I couldn't pronounce my th and the. I can't. I get them mixed up. Mm. I don't know why she picked that particular thing because she doesn't even know that many English no, I mean, words. She talks English, but it's heavily accented and a bit rubbish. Um, Is it but, a la Harry Enfield? Yeah, a bit like that. And uh, and so I, I don't know why she picked on the the and the thing, but I've become very mm. insecure about it while also not mm. fixing it. Fair I enough. still do it. Do you think it's a, like, it's a defiant thing? You're showing your mum. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make a success of myself and still not do my fizz and thuzz right. Listener, when James said, I'm going to make a success of myself, uh, he kind of was looking at me and then he did a little sideways look as if to say, because look how far you've come, Nick. I'm in a, uh, do you know, I was in a really good mood for my stay. I'm in a really quite unpleasant mood now. It was horrible. Well, you've got your reasons for that. Yeah. For me, it's been a bit of a weird week as well especially it's been very busy mm. and i'm like we're recording this on thursday yeah um this is a two grown men episode in about oh. in about 20 minutes mm. uh, our friend jesse is going to be turning up mm-hmm. and we're going to be recording a, a we have issues episode all right and there's probably going to be a, i don't know actually i'm probably as far as the tone's concerned i think i'm probably more in a a comic book podcasting because you're be, more angry than I, normal. I can be quite combative in that in that um, podcast. Have, have you read any? Have you read your comics though? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No. I mean, oh, I'll, Nick, I'll, no. I'll, I'll get them read. It's no. fine. It's okay. It's fine. Fucking hell. I'll, <laughs> I'll allow. I'll allow for a few seconds. It'll be. It'll be fine. Right. So. Oh, so there's no. that. I've been very behind. Um, I thought I was having some sort of a nervous collapse earlier in the week. That's melodramatic. Shouldn't have said that in the company I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly reductive. What you but went I, and stood in a in a meeting room and started crying while you're at work? No, because that's just Wednesday. <laughs> who, who does that? I mean, no, but that's that's yeah. just people are just used to that with me. Fair enough. Um, that's called coping. But the um, 
that's called maintaining it. It's when I start wailing yeah. that people Look know there's a problem. Me. I'm functioning. I'm, I'm still doing it, aren't I? I'm still making light of your situation. I'm sorry. But I was earlier in the week, I was saying, I've got too many things I want to do and I'm not doing any of them. And it's uh, confusing and rubbish and I'm letting people down. And then someone pointed out that it is just autumn. That's yeah. that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I feel that way. It's yeah. it's because it's autumn. Uh, American listeners, you'd know that as fall. fall, fall, which is also relevant to the the main topics of this program. I guess it makes me laugh that I I picked you up on your diction a moment ago in terms of like Maori, but I say fall as fall, fall. We don't pronounce consonants. That's fall. us. That's F-A-W. English. <laughs> I don't. People say I have an accent, and I don't think I have an accent. And we've been told that I don't have an accent by a person in a comic shop. I don't know if you remember uh, when we were in a comic shop together once. Someone said, "Oh, you remind me of someone. You, Marvin, the paranoid android." And they were so no, proud because they thought I was complimenting me. That's not it, though. Who do I remind you of? Um, I don't know. You've got a funny. You've got. I think you sound of the. You sound like you come from the east of England. Like a uh, talentless Adam Buxton. I don't mean Adam Buxton's talentless. I mean, I, I remind you of Adam <laughs> Buxton if he had no talent. You know, he's podcasting again. I haven't heard any of them. First I, one was great. Second one I couldn't listen to. Why not? I, I just didn't enjoy his guests. People share them a lot. I haven't, I haven't uh, seen them. Anyway, podcast day yesterday, national, international, uh, hashtag podcast day. Mm. Uh, James had the wonderful idea with we have issues of sharing, um, episode eight. James stole the wonderful idea from Stacey of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. Who is a powerhouse and brilliant. Mm. And you should listen to Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour, especially the ones that I'm on. Um, I avoid those. But, and it was her who really told me about Podcast Day, I think, on yeah. Twitter. She was talking about, maybe she invented it, for all I know. It could be. But, um, okay, so James stole the idea from her that we share the first episode of Momcast, which was our previous podcast, uh, that Jane was on, mm-hmm. that the whole gang that would become the gang yeah. for We Have Issues was on. Mm-hmm. And that was a brilliant idea. So we did that. And then I thought I should do something like that for Two Grown Men. And I asked James, I was trying to remember mm. because I've thought about it in the past, which are our strongest episodes? Mm. Which are the really good ones? And I thought the one where James almost uh, almost made me cry by talking <laughs> openly yeah. about his depression. That was a good one. <laughs> so I went back and listened to it and I listened to the whole thing. Mm. And uh, and your bit was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole bit at the beginning where I'm uh, stumbling over how to talk about trans issues and then pretty much mm-hmm. acknowledge that um, I – and I, I didn't feel like this at the time, but that I basically at a certain level fetishize uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, trans – some trans people mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like – there was loads of stuff in there that I was like, well, I mean, I definitely still f- – this this could be me today, mm. but at the same time, I can't share this with people. Cold. The problem with I think uh, the the so you ruined our best episode, basically. Is what yeah, 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 definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, so you basically need to have another nervous collapse. No, please. No? We're talking of which. Um, this week has has kind of seen me get to another phase into my recovery. I am um, I'm going to be starting work again on Monday of this week. Which is exciting, half days to start with, but I'm in a different part of the organisation from the one I used to work in, 
and and I will be permanently in a different part of that organisation. But I'm feeling really positive. My mum, bless her, um, she took me out to uh, Marks and Spencers yesterday because I didn't. I, it's kind. Of, it's kind of weird. I feel like it's turning over a new leaf psychologically. Marks and Spencer. Oh, you are. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm turning over a, a new leaf. So it's, it's a new start. I kind of wanted to get new stuff to wear to go to go to work. So, and I still have to dress reasonably smartly, but I'm not quite as I did previously. But yeah, I got new stuff. Because you used to wear a suit. Well, not really. Well, not I, used a suit, wear, I used to wear black trousers and a smart shirt, whereas I've got like I've got some brown cords. <laughs> Good. And, I was going to say black yeah. jeans, but brown yeah, cords. Not, not, not black jeans. And, and some, um, they're kind of suit your trousers, but not quite. And some nice sort of check shirts and stuff like that. A lovely cardigan, Nick, for the winter. Transferable skills? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm doing, I think, is really in, in, in my wheelhouse. I'm really excited about it. Lots of sort of system-y stuff and project-y stuff. It's really, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited. I'm really looking forward to being back at work and also having a full salary. The hardest thing about this is obviously I'm very lucky. I work for a really generous employer in terms of um, benefits, but I was still down to statutory pay by the end of it and have been for the last few months. And it's been a nightmare keeping our head above water. So the, the idea of being back on an even keel and having our full income is, is a real relief, but also it feels I never expected to be going back to my employer and it to feel like a privilege mm. um, because I had some, some issues I had to work out with my employer, which I have. Um, but at this point, with all that I've been through and how ill I've been, the fact that I come out of this and I've got a full-time job and a stable full-time job at that, I actually do feel a sense of privilege. Mm. I'm very lucky that I'm aware that not everyone who will go through or has been through what I've been through will have the good fortune to, A, have an employer that's still there for you to go back to in a year's time, if you, you know, because I've had essentially a year off work, mm-hmm. um, and also an employer that will, will find you something else to do and, um, uh, you know, be a bit of a sort of safety net for you. So I, those who know me closest know what my feelings have been Hmm. throughout this and some of those issues exist but I do acknowledge the fact I'm very very lucky at this point that I can go back and I'm going to go back to a supported return to work and I'm going to have full-time employment but I feel really happy about being useful again I'm going to go back and I'm going to be a useful person I'm going to start there's going to be a point in my life because I've not enjoyed being or even when I've had moments when I've been feeling okay Days when I've enjoyed being off, I can remember like about maybe three or four. Mm-hmm. And then we've had a hot, we had a holiday in the summer, but I can only remember about three or four days where I really enjoyed being off work. The rest of it has been lonely, it's been boring, um, and it's not been good at all. So. You are quite, you're quite diligent and like the process of working and doing something useful and stuff though don't you i, I need i need routine i'm and I, i've i've realized that it's not, i've come to realize about myself but i i need things to be routine i do not deal with spontaneity well at all i am um, well i'm i'm really glad to hear that because you do sound really positive mm. i from from the perspective of being outside it i totally understand that it's that You've, your employer is, f- is finally doing right 
mm. by you to a certain extent, and I totally understand mm-hmm. why you'd feel that. Yeah. Why you feel that way? Because you're right; it is really lucky mm-hmm. to be in that position. But from my sort of quite privileged, relatively comfortable mm-hmm. position in terms of this particular thing, it it just still. I understand uh, how lucky that mm-hmm. situation is, while at the same time still kind of being a bit angry that we live in mm-hmm. a culture where that seems like a lucky break. Do you know oh, what I mean? No, absolutely. That the yeah. economy is so yeah. bad and employment practices are mm-hmm. so bad that an employer that actually looks after you when mm-hmm. you fall down, mm. um, uh, whether or not they've had a part in tacitly mm-hmm. you falling down, that they actually look out mm-hmm. for you, that that's that you are lucky to have that. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It oh, no, strikes me as crazy. But then that's the privilege of living in this country, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. if we were living in like hundreds of other countries around mm-hmm. the around the world, we'd be lucky to not be working in a sweatshop, really. Yeah. Rather than or we'd think ourselves lucky to be working in a sweatshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean I'm it glad. Get, it gets re- it, of course, you know, when it comes to depression it gets really tricky for me around um uh, I get I, I get really um edgy about when people sort of frame depression as a first world illness. Mm. Which I, don't, well, I know you weren't attempting to do. No, no, no. But. Uh, and in other countries, but I mean, this is the thing in lots of in lots <clears throat> of countries. Mm-hmm. Well, and in this country, twenty years ago, or ten years ago, or five years ago, mm-hmm. it it's something that you just have to cope. with. You know, mm. it isn't. It isn't. It isn't a first world illness at all. No, of course, we're just very lucky in this country mm-hmm. that it gets treated as an illness at yeah. all. No, That's just, really just it, a, isn't there, it? There are very unpleasant people out there that like to try and frame it. Yeah. You know, I've seen arguments have said well, people in Africa don't have the uh, don't have the freedom to be depressed, do they? It's no, like, well, that's fucking ridiculous. Of course, I get depressed. Well, they don't. They don't have the freedom to mm. just turn on a tap either. Yeah. But yeah. they don't. You know, they don't get to complain mm. about having gone out the night before, drunk an awful lot, and got. Sick. Do you know what I mean? There's loads of things they can't do. That's what, irrelevant, really. I'd, li- I'd like to really caveat that as well by saying that I acknowledge that Africa is a continent made up of many different countries, and that story is not applicable to all parts of Africa. <laughs> no. Because I find that really annoying, and I slip myself into it. And you listen to people talking about Africa, and it's got how many fucking countries are there in Africa? Some of them are relatively affluent, some of them are dirt poor, you know, and it's people living different lives, you know, just like they do in Europe. Liberal credentials re-established. Well, I wanted to at least acknowledge that. I thought it was important because I was um, picturing myself. When I start toadying, not toadying, but when I start backtracking, what I've got in my head is me, red-faced, shouting at a a radio. Yeah, I can understand that. I can hardly pick you up on that when I spend most of my time reacting to micro bits of micro-language in the media and stuff. So, yeah, and race race in particular has been something that I've been... I, I. the, the all of the shootings in America have just made it impossible for me not to become hypersensitive to how race is handled all the time. That's well, a whole different subject. Well, the though. nice thing is, the nice thing is one one of the real one of the sort of the key issues um, between um, people of uh, African descent and people of European descent, um, of course, was the, the slave trade and the way people. From Africa, I'm going to say were, were treated so poorly um, during the during the the, the the slave era. 
Hang uh, on, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where James is is pulling this from, but I'm interested to see where he takes it because I can't imagine where he what he could be talking about. Anyway, go ahead, James. But fortunately, uh-huh. um, that's now an issue that we can put behind us um, because uh, David Cameron, uh, of course, in his visit to Jamaica, said uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't really be discussing reparations it's for not. slavery. Let's move on. He said, "Let's the 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 um, the uh, eat and educated, privileged, conservative prime minister whose family right. owned slaves." Yeah. Yeah, white, white Prime Minister of uh, Great Britain has said, we can put slavery in the past now. So I, for one, feel really unburdened as a, as a white liberal. I'm really glad that he did that. Well, just as a, just Do you a, think he was fucking a pig in the mouth while he was saying that? Just as a, as a white person, mm. uh, uh, who, who is aware of their privilege, but mm. not like crippled mm-hmm. by it, I think, um, I personally think mm. that I, don't have to give mm. reparations because my people didn't benefit mm-hmm. from it. But David Cameron definitely should because his parents did. Well, his I, family did. I don't agree. We have all benefited from it. I was in, being, that was a bit. Right, sorry. Was it? Fucking hell. You're, you're playing it so straight. That's how I, that's how I do. No, you don't. Yeah, you, I do. You normally have a cheeky face. You didn't have your cheeky face. That's just, face. my face look, is just cheeky. You look like Steve Wright when he was making, you know, like Steve Wright would make a serious point occasionally. He went, uh, the DJ. Yeah. The radio DJ. Yeah, the radio DJ, and he'd make a serious point, and you'd be like, well, that's a bit much. And then he'd and he make was a, probably larking about, and you'd he'd probably... He'd make had, a serious point, and then he'd throw to the posse yeah, in the room. exactly. Dr. Fish Filleter or something. Yeah. You mean, uh, you mean uh, Stephen Wright, uh, who is one of my favourite stand-up comedians, he's an oh, absurdist, no, no. talks like this, yeah. says things like, uh, I looked, uh, I, my dog went missing, I uh, looked all around the whole state for him, couldn't find him turn around. He was behind me the whole time. <laughs> it, it's funny because he, <laughs> do you know, that's, that's, that has happened to me. I, <laughs> I have, I have stood there calling for my black Labrador. And she, right she's been right by the black my leg. has been right there behind yeah, you the whole did. time. I told Nicola not to bring a metaphor for depression <laughs> into the house. Arguably the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest stand up of the late 20th century. I know Hicks gets a lot of the, a lot of the praise, but. He couldn't. He couldn't get away with that now, Hicks. Everyone would just think he's a blowhard. I, you have to do it like John Stewart or John Oliver now, don't you? Yeah, and and try not to talk quite so much about women like they're objects. Yeah, but that's like a hippie thing, isn't it? You know, sort of peace yeah. and love, peace and love, as long as um, I get to assert my male privilege. Uh, there are a couple of things. I'm conscious that we're running out of time. Good. I liked your, I liked your bit about slavery though. That was good. Thank you. One thing that someone said on Twitter that oh, I no. didn't have time no, I did, to respond I didn't to. Finish. No, of course. Sorry, I want to be obvious about this because I feel really strongly about this. Because there is no argument against not playing reparations. You know, our, our modern fucking consumerist society is built upon the back of slavery because we are the the result of the industrial revolution. That's how we became rich. How we became a, a, one of the leading economies in the world. Fucking of course we owe a little bit in reparation because we built it on the back of these people that we we made work for us for nothing. I think you can sell – I think at this moment in time you can sell to people the uh, the argument that reparations aren't possible. I don't necessarily agree because I think there's loads of money in the pot. But when you're already saying, well, we can't afford to help refugees mm. – the actual uh, when paying reparations mm-hmm. because of how many fucking mm. liberties this country took, mm. um, paying reparations would cost an awful lot of money mm-hmm. that 
the, the whole government has already mm-hmm. based most of their policies on saying we don't have. No, 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 but at the no, same time, no, there's a refusal to even apologize, yeah. which is just. Look, I, I, I understand the, the, the pragmatic position that this government have to take because of their policies. But, you know, I, that, I think we can both agree that that stance is wrong. The thing that's really disgusting to me is mm. that there's this refusal to even acknowledge any responsibility. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there are like arguments that you can sell to mm-hmm. the British people about not paying mm-hmm. money that people already feel is coming out of their mm-hmm. pocket. Um, but to not even take responsibility Sorry, is no, like, I, yeah, sh- should be easy. Yeah. It should be fucking yeah. easy to take responsibility, and, but. And I, I don't think any sort of healing in terms of, um, the, the, the clear divide between races. I don't think healing can happen until, White leaders stand up on our behalf and say, yes, that's a shameful legacy. It's something that we should be sorry for. I even did the politician thumb. You're doing the thumb. You're not doing the nipples, though. That's true. But um, it, it just it depresses me so much. that, <laughs> that um, yeah. how, how depressed? Oh, just like... This isn't going to send you over the edge again, is crying it? Crying in the meeting room depressed. <laughs> the um, not after... <laughs> <laughs> Not Arthur off EastEnders depressed. I, I don't know. I mean, I, oh man, that episode was so good. Once we got to your depression, I just, I just mm. wish there was a lot of crying and a lot of anger. I mean, I, I, do you know what? Actually, Not think, on the episode. Thinking about, thinking about it. I mean, all right, I didn't nick the money from the Christmas club, but you know, I think I probably do sympathise with Arthur. You didn't throw anything off the table, though. I might have done. Oh, but a whole. You didn't take your arm and just. I broke a um I broke a cat scratching post by kicking it very hard. Okay, and you did accidentally do something with your model where you you dropped something into the model, and then you couldn't retrieve it. Oh, I remember you talking that. about that. Oh, you solved, solved that. it. That was only a couple of weeks ago. I've solved that. Okay. Yeah. No, that's my enterprise. I've got the lights in it. Okay. I'm just about there. I've got to get the what they call the naysails. I've I've been getting very uh, hit up about just the nuance of the way people see these political arguments mm. and, and stuff like that. So the pig, the, I was one of the annoying people who was like, "You're always one of the you know the 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 head the pig head fucking thing yeah. is funny, yeah, but at the same time mm. the the like it's it 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 ended up being mm. the distraction that a few people thought it was going to be mm-hmm. because we're not talking about like the media isn't talking about it at all none of the other papers mm-hmm. picked it up and the fact still remains that our prime minister was taking money from someone not only was he taking money from someone mm. for favors later on mm-hmm. but he even reneged on those favors so not mm. only is he a corrupt scumbag yeah he's not even a trustworthy one no but anyway um, it is brilliant though, isn't it? But, but so, so, uh, I saw some people tweeting about how apparently, um, uh, Cameron is speaking up about the, ho- the Holocaust and how awful that was. And they're drawing what I think is maybe an understandable, <sighs> He's but. He's going for some tricky targets yeah, there. Uh, what is an, uh, what is an understandable but slightly false equivalency about the fact that he is saying, oh yes, the Holocaust is awful, but not saying, but sl- slavery was awful and we did well, that. But like, the the idea there's the the slightly false assumption there is that he actually gives the slightest shit about the Holocaust. It's just that it's expedient to well, speak up against the Holocaust, and it's difficult to speak up against slavery for him. Also, it's worth bearing in mind um, how you get to frame those things. Mm-hmm. 
the Holocaust. You're doing the politician thing again. I'm doing exactly what you were doing a second ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, the the Holocaust. He gets to frame us, or we get to frame ourselves as the hero, as the liberators of the the concentration camps. Of course, slavery. We're the bad guys. Never mind that we we abolished it. For the Americans did. We started virtually started the trade. You know, our Spain, France, and and the likes. <laughs> We don't get to cover ourselves in, in, we try to very hard because, you know, obviously we abolished it, but it's like, that's like saying, oh, I'm, I'm giving up punching kids in the face now. Although to be fair, I mean, we only started it before America did because I don't think America existed when we started it. That's right, isn't it? Well, America certainly didn't exist when, when slavery started, but I think that, um, slavery in terms of the the African slave, the sort of um, the um, uh, the bulk of it happened actually during the times maybe the thirteen colonies and when we were uh, us and Spain and so forth were expanding over into the the new world. So the, it kind of coincided the sort of the I believe. I just want I just what I'm just trying to confirm is that American America really sh- uh, their uh, that they that they're worse than I mean they are still worse than us though aren't they the Americans yeah um, their country was formed on it was built on it yeah whereas yeah. ours we just I mean it was built on peasants well no well no I mean the industrial revolution was well yeah was built built on the backs of the working classes I yeah. guess but also it was built on our uh, us as an expansionist power taking over people's countries and um, uh, was enslaving them. Well, I mean, letting them work, letting them work for our pleasure. Sure, yeah, I mean, letting them work for free, which letting is them nice, go yeah. go about their their business, but just for us. But, but <clears throat> and plus, I mean, I, I talk like this, and I I am a sickening liberal, and I know I upset um, many of my older relatives when I talk like this, and I, I like to do it to wind them up, really. But mm. um, um, to be fair, we gave them rugby, cricket, and football, so you know, probably fair's fair. I mean, you know, should. Would would India would India and Pakistan be a better place if they didn't have cricket? Yeah. I mean, admittedly, India and Pakistan wouldn't exist because of like you know we decided that a partition with one country for the Muslims and one for everyone else would would make everyone happy, and that worked really well. I thought. Um, I read a post uh, the other day about gaslighting. I don't think we've got enough time to talk about it, mm-hmm. but I would like to, uh, to flag that as something we might talk about later okay. on. It's re- uh, re- relates to abusive relationships and stuff, sure. which I think is um, territory I shouldn't talk about mm-hmm. because it's quite complicated. But that I that we that we should because yeah. it's also interesting. Yeah. Um, and ties into sort of mental health and stuff. I think as we well. Should, um, sorry to interrupt. We should talk about K more often. You aren't sorry to interrupt at all. No, I'm not. Uh, we should talk about K more often. I've been in touch with a, a friend of ours, K. We've we've brought her up before. I think when talking about polyamorous relationships mm. and also about um, trans issues. Yes, um, because her husband she she lives uh, polyamorously. And her, her husband is uh, a uh, transvestite. <clears throat> I don't know why I cleared my throat at that point. Sorry, I was going to cut that, but uh, well, you, you were going to cut it. And now, it yeah. But now I've, I can well, I'll do a little bit on it and I riff. It's fine. What is it with these uh, throat clearing? 
people on planes. I was uh, thinking she, she wanted it. She apparently she's been listening to us from the beginning though, so it's going to be yeah. months before she gets to these episodes. But such is her vanity; she wants us to do an entire episode about us. So she does, yeah. But she won't get to listen to it for ages. Oh, well, she knows it's about her. She'll listen to it straight away. Let's drop this in as a little landmine. Yeah, she is a very vain little Scottish person. Um, I don't. Uh, on behalf of my people, mm. I I'm uncomfortable with you just uh, just using her size as a descript. I don't really care. It's fine. I also I used her ethnic. Don't care about that. Uh, really. Gender. Don't care about that. Really. No. She's but the height thing, I feel very strongly about the height thing. I've got, uh, I've got a lovely um, picture of... You've uh, got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Of, uh, she used to work with Jane and I, uh, yeah. Jane from We Have Issues, and I've got a lovely picture of those two walking to work in the snow, side by side. It's a picture of them from behind. They look just like Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. It's really charming. It's funny, my abiding memory of Kay was, mm. um, was walking on an icy pavement Kay and only comes out. She's she's because she's Scottish. She's only able to come out when it's really when cold. When it's icy, like in Frozen. Yeah, I don't think right. that. I think that's the whole plot of Frozen yeah. is people who can only come outside when that's it's freezing. Right. Yeah. What? So so what was I? Oh, the, the the was that thing the way people talk, the way women talk. There was an article about it where people were complaining. It was like Emma Freud or someone was complaining. Yeah. It will name you. I think it was Emma Freud was complaining about the way young women talk and how it uh, it's framing it as some sort of feminist crisis because people won't take them seriously if they can't talk properly, but it was basically the same old bollocks. But I'd ask her is. What is the problem? That's what I'd ask her. But I'm, try- I'm trying to be serious here, James. So she was talking about upspeak, which is, you know, when people make something sound In- like a uh, question at the end? Inflection at the end. Yeah, yeah like Australians But do, also yeah. there's the, like this gravelly, like, throaty thing, and mm. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, is that a bit where it sounds a little bit like you're trying to keep in smoke from a cannabis cigarette? Yes. We, uh, <gasps> Noah's because we don't we don't have Channel 5 in the house. Yeah. So Noah's only watched Peppa Pig mm. at other people's houses. Yeah. Um, probably yours and also oh, yeah. his cousin's. So, um, but, but he found it, he saw it on YouTube in what the, mm. do you know what? The bane of a, a comfortable middle-class households with toddlers in its life is the fact that YouTube shows other videos it's that, you might, that you might like around the main. So mm. you're trying to what? You manage to get oh, them you, to... A, you wait till he starts trying to select stuff for himself and you think you've got those. You think you've got like the the uh, the, the all of the child stuff locked down to the ground. But they still find a, manage to find stuff that's got swearing in it. It's At the moment, it isn't, it isn't even the inappropriate content thing. It's the, you, it's have, the fact that he can't, it's difficult. Sometimes he'll get a bit mm. upset when he can't decide what to watch. Yeah. Oh God. And you'll find something that he's willing to watch. And then he'll see something else. Mm. Oh, yeah. And suddenly you're yeah. in a crisis. Mm-hmm. So we've ended up watching Peppa the Pig. It's really annoying. I don't know how you people cope with it. I like I like, I like Daddy Pig. Everything else about it annoys me. I like um, I like Grampy Rabbit, Brian Blessed. Amy got very, very frustrated with uh, the fact that they, they use dollars as a currency. Everything seems really expensive, but in the ones we're watching, they use dollars as a currency, even though everyone's talking in English accents. It, it did a red in a little bit. But did that, a red in a little bit. But anyway. But aren't dollars they, more ubiquitous than pounds, so it sells? If you're trying to foreign, sell to global markets, yes. What do you have to do? Animation's incredibly... You don't have to. You, no, you, you don't, don't have to. Animation's incredibly expensive. Bing doesn't sell itself out. Dougie doesn't sell itself out. 
being being on, I think Dougie though have the privilege of being um, non-commercial. Oh yeah, they're on CBS. Yeah, yeah, whereas, I mean, they're BBC. Whereas, yeah. Whereas Peppa Pig's commercial concern, it's God got bless to be, the BBC. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be. It's got to have global appeal, and it has. And I think it's brilliant. I won't hear a word against it. But anyway. They do that thing quite often where at the end of every sentence, Peppa's, Peppa's kind of talking like this and then she goes, <sniffs> and I think that yeah. might be where the throaty thing comes from, the throaty warbly Maybe. thing. Do you, do you think so? I He's think so. <sniffs> How long's Peppa the Pig been around? Peppa the Pig since 2002, I think. 2002. So a lot of 13-year-olds yeah. would have grown up with it. Uh, and 15 yeah. and 16 and 17 year olds and uh older older teens they always look to younger people for what's cool mm. no that's not true that doesn't really happen <laughs> so anyway i would very much like to talk about gaslighting at some point yeah. not really interested in talking about pepper the pig we touched on you're just about to come out of a financial uh a, a financial slump we so. we have just started having to focus on that. We are oh, wow. everything we say about money obviously comes mm. with a caveat that we are hugely privileged to even be able to talk mm. about it. Um, no, I agree. I mean, sorry, gone. But I think that has to be us. Yeah. Uh, thank you, listener. You thought for listening. You're awesome. Yeah, thank uh, you, James. You're brilliant. Yeah, sorry, I've been very grumpy. Um, I'm sorry, no, you like haven't. You've been great. You okay. seem like back to being a human. Frankly. I've been wanting you to cheer the fuck up and snap out of it for the duration of your depression. Although I was pretty distressed when you met me. He tried to unzip my my um, hoodie to have a look at my T-shirt, and I almost screamed yeah. because I couldn't handle the proximity. I, had, I was having real proximity issues. Just, I mean, just try to relax. <laughs> have you tried? Have you have you tried just try calming che- down? Have you tried cheering up? Try try chilling the fuck out. Yeah. Okay. Can everybody please just calm the fuck down? Lord knows I fucking try, Nick. Um, you can listen. You can listen to more of this garbage <laughs> at two grown at two two grown men dot net. That's the number two grown men dot net on uh, on the internet. We've got all of the past episodes, uh, many of them with uh, comprehensive show notes. Oh, dozens! There's dozens of them. Uh, you can talk to us at. Uh, you, you can subscribe to us on any of your podcasts of choice. Please do rate and review us on iTunes if uh, if it's within your gift to do so. Um, you can find us on Twitter at 2GMPod. Uh, we've also got a page on Facebook. You can talk to me on Twitter at NickSite, N-I-X-S-I-G-H-T, and James at... Um, you can um, usually find me on sort of subdom web forums late at night. Yeah. I'm uh, SpankyBoy34. SpankyBoy34, mm-hmm. uh, because Spanky Boys 1 through 33 were all taken. Yeah. I'm surprised you managed to get a number that low. You must have applied for that quite early. Uh, it's uh, underscore 34. All right, oh, okay. Sorry. No, it's fine. That was misleading. Yes. Uh, and also James Momb on Twitter. That's it, yeah. Probably uh, the best bet. <laughs> and, uh, and we look forward to speaking to you on the internet, listener. Yeah. Thanks very much for being so patient. These episodes should be going out Monday night. We are so yeah. bad at being weekly. Oh, well, look, to be fair, I'm, I'm getting used to a whole new schedule of living at the moment. So, um, we should probably say if it is lumpy from here on for a few weeks, that is on me because okay. I'm getting used to the new normal. James falling on his sword there, which is nice. It's true though, isn't it? Sometimes, sometimes I just, uh, th- this week, the main reason we were late not- is because I wanted to spend a whole night watching Community on Netflix. No, the real reason is. Because I've I, been listening I to the podcast study group and it's good. I wasn't able to come into town for every reason. I can't actually remember mm. what it was at this point. 
And then, frankly, by the time you were ready to record, I'd had a couple of Dutch cigarettes and I was in no state there. Jazz cigarettes. If you like. I think, I mean, I don't think anyone needs to hear this. No, let's you can cut this let's, out. Let's uh, move on. Bye bye, listener. Bye. What's Rick and Morty? Yeah, it's good. <laughs>